This is the Apex United Methodist Church podcast. Sometimes when I travel to different places or meet new people, uh, pretty early on in a conversation, it will often shift uh, to that inevitable question. What do you do for a living? Now, I've had this question asked of me plenty of times and and have learned enough along the way that uh, I now hesitate before I answer. Because I know that as soon as I say I'm a pastor, the nature of the conversation will change. Sometimes uh, people will begin to clean up the language that they've been using prior. Uh, Really often, people will start to roll back, and you can watch them roll back the conversation in their own minds and and process all that they had just shared with me to see if they need to apologize for anything they had had shared. Uh, Sometimes people will confess of their sin right there in the moment. I've had that happen in an airport. I've had it happen in a wedding where people just choose to make that their confessional, asking for God's forgiveness. Uh, last week, I had a college student actually tell me their best preacher joke. I will not offer that to you right now, but however, if you see me somewhere, ask me. I'd be happy uh, to share. Uh, sometimes they ask lots of questions, and that's probably what I get the most. Uh, questions about church, about God, about theology about family, about what it means to be uh, God's people in these times, about science and faith, about God's presence uh, in uh, times of hurricanes or natural disasters or 2020. But we have a chance in those moments to have conversations. Uh, Recently, I had someone ask me about prayer. It was a combination of this theological and yet practical question of how does prayer work? What happens when we pray? And I thought it was appropriate this morning, especially as we uh, continue to move through 31 days of prayer uh, here in August, that we take a moment uh, to unpack that question. What does happen when we pray? What's prayer all about? And how might we participate more fully in this practice? Uh, Earlier this week, uh, Marcus McClellan, who is our Director of Youth Ministries and also helps with church strategy, including a lot of what makes this online worship possible, I had the chance to interview uh, Father Kevin, who is a monk at Mepkin Abbey uh, in South Carolina. I actually have a picture of the monks of Mepkin Abbey we can share. Uh, Father Kevin is part of this group, and as they describe who they are and what they do together, uh, this is how they describe themselves. They say, Mepkin Abbey is a community of Roman Catholic monks established in 1949 on the site of the historic Mepkin Plantation, located on the Cooper River, north of Charleston, South Carolina. Following the rule of St. Benedict, the monks at Mepkin Abbey devote their lives to prayer, spiritual study, work, and hospitality. Living by the works of their hands, the monks provide a livelihood for themselves and the poor. You can learn more about Mepkin Abbey at www. Uh, and I had a chance to watch uh, the entire interview that Marcus had uh, with Father Kevin, and we will share more of this online later this week. Uh, we'll share the whole interview as, lo- as well as some clips of different questions that he asked. And I will just tell you, it was a rich experience. We're going to share a few clips this morning as part of this sermon. Uh, they're, they're, some of the quality was not uh, the best, and so uh, the, of the video itself, uh, we... Uh, you know, in a monastery, high internet connections apparently are not the highest priority. And yet, 
um, the answers in audio come through very clearly. And so as you hear these answers, I would I just invite you to listen uh, to how Father Kevin responds. And the first one we want to share this morning is actually Marcus asking Father Kevin about the nature of prayer. Uh, this is what he says. But fundamentally, prayer is conversation. And in a conversation, both sides speak and both sides listen. So in order for us to listen to God, we have to ask ourselves, how is God communicating with me? Well, obviously through scripture, but perhaps through the beauty of nature, or perhaps through an act of kindness. Or, as you might recognize, there is not just beauty in nature, but people have the capacity by raising their voices to God to sing beautifully and the words, the lyrics have their part, but the ability to recognize God is communicating through each other person as they live the dignity of being made in the image and likeness of God. I love what he says, and I love how he invites us into this practice when he shares about what prayer is. So I want to come back to this quote where he describes it. Father Kevin says this, about the nature of prayer. He says, fundamentally, prayer is conversation. In a conversation, both sides speak and both sides listen. Prayer is conversation. Prayer is a conversation between us and God. And it really is this practice of conversation where not only do we speak and offer our mind and thoughts uh, and burdens to God, but it's also a place for us to listen to God, to listen to how God is speaking back to us. And yet this is something that uh, typically we're not very good at, something we need to practice and, and to engage with. Uh, Father Kevin talks about lots of ways that we might hear God, and this was also really important for me to hear from him as he describes how God speaks back to us. He starts by saying, uh, God uses Scripture. The Bible, God's Word, is an incredible vehicle of God speaking into our lives today. God's Word that is alive and enlivened by the Holy Spirit as we listen to God speak through Scripture. He also talks about hearing God through nature, a nature that I hope many of you have had a chance to experience uh, even during this global pandemic. I know many people have told me, our family included, that we have taken this time to, to get outdoors, to uh, take walks together, to experience nature in different places. And it's in nature that I hope uh, that at times you might turn off your music or a podcast. You might pause to listen, to, to experience God in God's creation. What might God be teaching us uh, through nature? Father Kevin also talks about music and, and song and lyrics. And even this morning, we've already had a chance uh, to offer our songs to God. And our songs are a, a chance for us to not just speak to God, but again, to listen to what God might be speaking to us. And then finally, Father Kevin talks about how we experience God in each other. When we see God's image, the Imago Dei, uh, the dignity of God in one another, we might become vehicles, vessels of God speaking to each other. We become and we hear God's voice in and through one another. And so my hope is that this is what we're doing, that we're learning to have conversation with God, uh, not just the morning or the evening or at meals, but, but throughout our day. In fact, Eugene Peterson, when Peterson uh, paraphrases Paul's letter to the Romans, uh, this, this letter we heard earlier uh, read uh, to us, 
In chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, this is how Peterson uh, paraphrases Paul. He says this, So here's what I want you to do with God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for God. Peterson talks about this act of worship, this offering to God, where we offer our whole lives to God. Prayer, connection with God, conversation with God doesn't have to be isolated to church or to an hour on Sunday mornings. It becomes part of our rhythm when we're at our best, when our lives are at our best. We are a people who converse with God continually. Paul, in a later letter to the church at Thessalonica, says this about prayer. This is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Paul also reminds us that it is our response of prayer to be a people who pray without ceasing, who pray throughout our day. And again, when we see prayer as conversation, it just becomes part of our rhythm, where we offer our thoughts, our burdens, our experiences to God. And then we pay attention. We give attention to God. We pay attention to how God might be speaking back into those life experiences that we're having. And I will tell you, especially now, this is an important part of how we live our lives. As we experience the burdens of this world and and our world really coming in around us, whether it's through what's happened in our global pandemic or as we have had conversations about racial justice or the election that's coming up, we're going to hear a lot of noise in our world. A lot of places where the world is trying to speak into our lives. And one thing that Paul says in Romans 12 is that we are not to be conformed to the world. We are to be conformed, we are to have our lives transformed by God's will in our lives. And to do that, we have to create space to listen. But I tell you, this is not easy. It takes practice. In fact, it's something that we have to practice doing so we might be attuned to how God is speaking. Father Kevin speaks about what it means to practice prayer as we seek to listen to God. Let's watch. Anyone who wants to take up a new endeavor knows that they have to practice. Oh, I want to play the guitar. Well, I think you're going to have to put your fingers on the strings and strum it a few times, you know. Oh, I, you know, I want to be the star quarterback. Well, I think you're going to have to pick up a football and throw it a few times, you know. With each of the endeavors that people take up in their lives, there's a commitment of time. There has to be a regularity to the practice. So I suggest to people, if you want to pray, pick a time during the day when you can be undistracted, when you can be by yourself. Sit quietly in a space that is peaceful for you and is conducive could be in your home, could be in your garden, could be walking along the ocean, might be in the sanctuary of your church, but 
to then sit and be deliberate about surrendering your own agenda and open yourself to the love of God. Now, one of the things that might be helpful is to just breathe in and breathe out. We don't take a breath without God being a part of it. Again, I have loved listening to Father Kevin, and it is a, it was a gift to me. So as we share these videos later this week, I'd encourage you to find them. And, and, and if you're like me, you will grow deeper in your own appreciation for prayer and our connection to God. Uh, one thing that I loved in that last uh, video that you just watched uh, was his line about what it means to commit time to prayer. This is what he says. He says, with each of the endeavors people take up in their lives, there is a commitment of time. There has to be a regularity to the practice. A part of what I would encourage and challenge you with is uh, throughout this month of August, or just really throughout your journey as a disciple, is to find regular times that you can commit to prayer. For some of you, that will be first thing in the morning when you wake up. Uh, we offered a resource last week uh, called commonprayer.net. Uh, it is a, a rhythm of morning prayer that gives you words to pray and, and rhythms of prayer that helps you engage first thing in the morning so your entire day is shaped by that initial conversation with God. Uh, for others, it might be midday or evening prayer. Uh, it might just be at mealtime as you set aside that regular rhythm to pray. But whatever you're doing as you engage with prayer, a regularity is important for this practice. The other thing that Father Kevin encourages us to do is that as we practice prayer, especially early on, to take time to find places of peace for you. This is what he says. He says, so I suggest to people, if you want to pray, pick a time during the day when you can be undistracted, when you can be by yourself. Sit quietly in a space that is peaceful to you, that is conducive to being attentive to God. Father Kevin invites us that as we are practicing being in God's presence, practicing listening to God. It's helpful, especially early, uh, to create spaces where we're not distracted by the world, where we're not distracted by everything else that clamors for our attention, our phones, media, social media, TVs, other things in our lives that, that we might need to set aside for a while to really pay attention. And so again, I would just challenge you and encourage you uh, to make that part of your practice as you seek uh, to listen and be in conversation with God. The last clip I'm going to share with you from Father Kevin uh, talks about uh, how we take these steps. And so I'm going to invite you to listen uh, briefly as he shares this encouraging word. And, and usually prayer practice should begin brief. Don't sit down to pray for an hour. Don't sit down to pray for 15 minutes. Sit down to pray in the awareness of God briefly. But before you end offer a word of thanks. So wherever you are in your spiritual journey, for some of you, this is a practice that you have long held across your entire life and you have rhythms of regularity, you have disciplines of prayer. For some of you, this will be new. So this will be a new practice that you're picking up in your rhythm of discipleship. For others, this might be renewing that practice, but one thing that Father Kevin invites us to is to find those brief moments, to find uh, those pockets of time that we can commit to prayer. It doesn't always have to be an hour or hours on end. Uh, it can just be moments, moments in your day, moments in your rhythm, uh, moments in your walk around everyday life, as Eugene Peterson describes it, where we pay attention and listen to God. 
Because one thing that I've found is that when I've taken that time to engage and pay attention to how God's speaking, uh, that's often where God will speak, because God is speaking. And God desires to speak into our lives, to challenge us to grow as disciples, to grow in our love for God and love for others, that we might be transformed uh, to look more like uh, Jesus. Uh, One last resource I want to share with you this morning is one uh, that changed, really transformed my imagination about prayer. It's a resource by Brother Lawrence uh, called The Practice of the Presence of God. It's a very short book. It's an easy read, but one that, for me, was transformative around college as I imagine what it meant uh, to be a person who was continually in this conversation. And so if you're looking for a resource uh, this, uh, this fall, I encourage you to pick that up and let that be part of your library as you seek uh, to know God, uh, to be known by God, and to be in conversation uh, with our God. Uh, let me pray for us this morning as we continue to worship. Let's pray. Almighty God, we take this moment to breathe. And we are reminded that as we breathe in, and we breathe out, your Holy Spirit is is as close to us as our very breath. So Lord, as the world presses in around us and we feel uh, the burden of our community, of our lives, of our families, of our own uh, personal journeys, Lord, help us to breathe. Help us to share those burdens with you and receive your wisdom as you lead us in these lives. Lord, we offer ourselves to you this day, trusting in your mercy to hear our prayers. Amen.